The Zohar explains the verse by the Chaita Egel in which the Pasik states, that in order to get the gold needed for the construction of the Egel Hazov, the man took the gold that was on the woman. Why did the men have to take the gold from the women, from the wives? So the Zoyar explains that the reason is because the Jews have already given away all their gold that they had for the gifts of the Mishkan. Since Moshe Rabbeinu said that they have to give, they asked that everybody should contribute, and some of the contribution was also the gold, and the other different kinds. So in order to, um, they accommodated Moshe Rabbeinu and the Jews contributed. So by the time it came to making the eagle, there was no gold left. And therefore, so they had to come and take the gold from the woman. woman. So that seems like a very interesting pshat in the Pasuk. However, this causes a whole different uh, time frame now because of this commentary on when the eagle took place. Because since, according to this interpretation, it means that the eagle took place after the Jews have already given the contributions for the Mishkan. Now, we know that the, that we know from the Psukim from Parshish Mishpatim and Parshish Kisisa, it says that the day after Matan Torah, Moshe Rabbeinu went up to the Har Sinai and he spent there 40 days and 40 nights. And we know that when it came the 16th day of uh, Tammuz is when the Jews constructed the eagle and when uh, came down on the 17th day of Tammuz when Moshe Rabbeinu came down from the Har and he saw that they made the eagle and he broke the luchas. So this is without any doubt that this took place 40 days after Matan Torah and Moshe Rabbeinu was on the Har the whole time. Moshe Rabbeinu could not have instructed and could not have uh, told the Bnei Yisrael to take and build, to take Zohar Ches and during that time. So the commentary of the Zoyar forces us to say that this whole story of Moshe Rabbeinu telling them to bring the gifts and first Hashem telling to Moshe Rabbeinu that the Jews should bring the gifts which in the Parshish Truma talks about Hashem telling Moshe Rabbeinu how to make a Mishkan and to bring the gifts and how to use these different materials in making the Mishkan. And then in Parshish Tetzaveh, when it continues to talk about the Big Dekuhuna and it talks about the other part, the other Mizbeach, the Mizbeach Aktoiris. So all this 
And also, later on, Moshe Rabbeinu telling it to the Bnei Yisrael, which Vayakil Moshe, we find that Moshe gathered them, and he told them the Nidvis uh, HaMishkan and the fact that the Jews contributed to Mishkan. All this had to take place before Matan Torah, before Moshe went up under the mountain. So sometimes between Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim and Matan Torah, well, a lot of stories took place during that time. We read in the Chumash. But sometimes during that period of time, Hashem told to Moshe, and Moshe told the Bnei Yisrael, and the Bnei Yisrael gave their golds as gifts. And that's why when it came to the 16th day of Tammuz, when the Yidden wanted to make the Egel, they had to take the gold from the wives and not from, their, from themselves because they didn't have any gold. So it turns out now that according to the uh, Zohar, we have a whole non-different time frame now that we know that the not only the um, Hashem's command to Moshe Rabbeinu uh, was before Matan Torah, was uh, uh, before the Egel and before Matan Torah, but also the Jews' contribution was before Matan Torah. So everything took place before Matan Torah. And, all, and after Matan Torah is when they made the eagle. So when one just hears these words of the Zayar, so one is tempted to say, well, if they already made all the contributions before Matan Torah, and then they made the eagle following uh, following that, because the eagle followed Matan Torah the 40 days after Matan Torah, on the 16th day of Tammuz. So why should we only say that they made the, uh, the, 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 the gifts were given then? Probably the Mishkan was uh, built then too. I mean, if they gave the gifts and the gifts were there, they didn't have any gold. So the Mishkan was made over there too. So if one is already saying that the gifts of the Mishkan came before Matan Torah, why not say that the building of the Mishkan was before Matan Torah too? Now, this view of the Zoyar that we mentioned, that the gifts were given before Matan Torah and the eagle happened after the gifts, uh, this goes contrary to the interpretation of the Ramban and the Rashi. According to the Ramban, the order was the way it's written in the Torah. He doesn't comment like the Zoyar comments, so according to the Ramban, the way the things took place, that when Moshe Rabbeinu went up first to the mountain, Hashem tells him about the Mishkan, uh, and then the Jews make the eagle when Moshe Rabbeinu comes down, as the Pasuk so in the order, and then he goes up back again, and then he comes down after another 80 days there, first asking Hashem for forgiveness, and then Hashem forgiving him, and then he comes down on the day after Yom Kippur, and he tells them, about the uh, Mishkan, so everything is in order in the Pesukim. According to Rashi, um, also the command of Hashem came after the Egel because Hashem's command to Moshe to build the Mishkan and to take the gifts from the Eden also came after uh, Hashem forgave them, and that came, took place after the Egel, not as recorded in Torah before the Egel. But in any event, I want to go back now, but according to the Zayar, 
since the Zoyar, it's all based on the fact that the Zoyar says that the gifts were given before the eagle. So it means that the gifts were given before Matan Torah. And then when it came Matan Torah, and after Matan Torah, when they didn't want to make the eagle, they didn't have any more gold. But as I said before, one can mistakenly think, if they got the gifts already, everything was done before uh, Matan Torah, why not say also that the Mishkan was built before Matan Torah? So Moshe built the Mishkan before everything is out of order, but all of these things happen at the same time. And this was actually a mistake when people were reading and quoting in the Ha'oras from the Rebbe Sichas. In two places in the Rebbe Sichas, the Rebbe brings down this opinion of the Zoyar. He states clearly in the inside of the Sichas that the Chait Ha'egel took place after the gifts of the Mishkan. He does not say there that it took place after the construction of the Mishkan. The reason why it says in the Sichas that it was after the gifts of the Mishkan, how come we know that it's not, the Mishkan wasn't constructed then, then is? And the answer to that is very simple, because we know when the Mishkan was constructed, because the Pasuk says so in Parshish Pekudeh when the Mishkan was constructed. The Torah says, in the end of Parshish Pekudeh, it says that it was by Chodesh Arishim, by Yoyim Bechad HaChodesh, Tokim Mishkan. And then the Pesach goes on that they erected the Mishkan and then the Mishkan and the glory of Hashem filled the Mishkan. So we know when the Mishkan was built. So it's not even a question. So according to the Zoyar, the gifts of the Mishkan took place before Matan Torah and therefore by the eagle they didn't have the gold. They made the eagle was on the 16th day of Tammuz. With eight months later approximately on the uh, first day of Nisan is when they built the Mishkan from the gifts that they gave them before. And that has to be said. But the people that were questioning didn't realize that this is a Pasik. They thought that when we're saying that the gifts of the uh, people preceded the that when the Sikha says that the gifts of the Sikha that the gifts of the Mishkan preceded the Chaita Egel. It's not necessarily the gifts. Maybe the building was also. The gifts were before. The reason we're saying that the gifts were before the eagle is because we're explaining that they didn't have the gifts, uh, they didn't have the gold to make for the eagle. That's what we're talking about, the gifts. But one would think if the gifts were done before, the Mishka was done before too. So the people didn't understand that the reason why the Rebbe emphasized the Sikha that it was the gifts is because it's only the gifts. It wasn't the construction, because the construction couldn't be before Matan Torah, because the construction, the past success took place it was in the second year, it was in Rosh Nisan. It says the past success And that's when the whole process took place, and then it was Kveid Hashem Moles HaMishkan. And therefore, when the Sikhs say it, it says precisely that it was the Nidvas HaMishkan that came before the making of the Eagle, so there was no more gold for the eagle. But when was the Mishkan actually built after they got together all the the material? That was built on Rosh Nisan, as the Pasuk says in the following year. So, in response to the, the, the Rebbe corrected, when the person quoted 
the Rebbe, as the quoted as if the Rebbe says that the Mishkan was uh, the eagle was built after the Nidusa Mishkan, and the person wrote that the Mishkan was built after they made the Mishkan. The Rebbe fixed and said instead of made the Mishkan, he said the Nidvasa Mishkan. And the person came back and said and argued, oh, why should we not say also the making of the Mishkan? And the Rebbe surprisingly said, it's not my Chidush. And the Rebbe underlined, I'm being Mechadish to you what? That the Mishkan was built under the Rish That's a passing in the Torah. It's nothing to do, in other words, when we're trying to, the Zoyer's Pshat cannot contradict what we know from the Pasuk. Yes, from the Zoyer itself, if we didn't have a Pasuk, you can go and say either that the Mishka was built before or it was built later. If you didn't have a Pasuk, you can say whatever you want. Uh, we don't know, or maybe you want to say one way or the other way, whatever. But we have a Pasuk, well, there's nothing what to talk about. The Pasuk says when it took place, it took place on Rosh Chodesh of the following year. So we know that the Chet uh, Egel took place before the Sisa Mishka. And the Rebbe, therefore, also fixed the wording in the Ha'orah in the end of Parshas Vayakil, in the Sicha. And the Rebbe brings out the idea in the Sicha that in between the Parshas Vayakil Pikude and the previous parshas of Trumat Etzaveh. Trumat Etzaveh basically is Hashem's instruction to Moshe. And Vayakil Pekudei is Moshe's instruction to Yidin. So the Rebbe brings out the idea that in between Trumat Etzaveh, between Hashem's command to Moshe and Moshe's command to the Bnei Yisrael, there can be a parsha of Kisisa, there can be an eagle. But once we come to the parshas Vayakil, which means, when Moshe Rabbeinu gives over to the Bnei Yisrael, so over there, there could be no interruptions. There, sometimes Vayakil and Pekudei come together, which means most of the years, which means they follow, so that they're definitely connected. So once they, the Moshe Rabbeinu says, bring the Mishkan to the Bnei Yisrael, it ends up with the Pasuk, Mishkan. it all happens. It happens immediately. Even in those minority of the years when Vayakil and Pekudei are separate, we don't have any kisisas in between. We don't have any eagles in between. Because once the Nosi Ador said that you make a Mishkan, then you know that the Mishkan is going to be built. There could be no interferences. And the references was talking about to the fact that when Moshe Rabbeinu and the Moshe Rabbeinu every generation, I mean, the Rebbe doesn't spell it out in very great detail, but it's understood that when Moshe Rabbeinu says something, then that Mishkan is going to happen or Mashiach is coming. That means that it's going to happen. There could be no interferences. For Hashem's promise to Moshe Rabbeinu saying to you, there could be something in between, an eagle. But there can't be nothing in, in, in between here. Once Moshe Rabbeinu says it, then it's going to happen. So in the footnote over the year, the Rebbe says this explains also the view of the Zoyar. Because as we just said, according to the Zoyar, the parishes of Kisisa actually didn't take place after Moshe Rabbeinu's instruction to the Bnei Yisrael, to, to Hashem's instruction to, the, to Bnei Yisrael, but it took place after the Yidin gave the gifts already. So the Chayre, the Parshish Kisisa, belongs in a place 
not after Hashem says to Moshe Rabbeinu to build the Mishkan, but it's after Hashem said to Moshe, to Moshe said this to the Bnei Yisrael to build the Mishkan, and the Bnei Yisrael built the Mishkan, over there belongs the part that they made the eagle because they gave away the money to the Mishkan, and then they made the eagle. They didn't have the eagle. And then the Mishkan was built. Then the end of the Parshas Pekudei. So in between the Vyakal and Pekudei, there somewhere belongs. But the Rebbe's idea is, now we understand, based on this rationale, like this it seems, that Kisisa maybe should belong in between Vyakal and Pekudei. Now, the Emerson in the Parshas Vyakal itself, it starts talking about Vayas, they made, they made, but we don't know exactly. They could have made some of these things before Martin Torah, they could have made it all. So it almost seems logical, according to the Zoyar, it seems almost logical that Kisisa could be stuck in, in between Vayakil and Pikudei. Because Vayakil, even though they started construction, making up the different things that the Pasuk talks about there, they made this, they made that, but they didn't build, they didn't complete, they made the Mishkan, which was done on Echad Benison. So all this could have been done before the Vayakil. All this could have been done only before Kisisa. So it would seem that according to the Zayar, the Parshish Kisisa belongs between Vayakil and Pekudei. Why did the Stick in Kisisa between uh, Truma Tetzave and Vayakil Bikudei in between that, like in the middle, between Truma Tetzave and Vayakil Bikudei, which means between Tetzave and Vayakil. Why not between Vayakil and Bikudei, would seem? That would make sense over there. So, according to the Ramban, it's in the correct order. According to Rashi, regardless, it's not in the same, not in the correct order, because the uh, Truma. And Tetzave belong uh, also they're out of place because the Vayakil uh, uh, also Truma Tetzave belong after Kisisa. So Kisisa belongs as but according to the Zayar, Kisisa belongs after Truma Tetzave, right? But it also belongs after Vayakil. So why did the Kisisa come in between Truma Tetzave and Vayakil? So the Rebbe explains over there in the Ares, so the Ares stated the words because in between, because of this idea that the Sicha says that in between Hashem's command to Moshe and Moshe's command to the Bnei Yisrael, there could be an eagle. But between Moshe's command and the command and the Yidden, over there, there can be no interference, no interruption. So, the Rebbe used the language that according to the Zoyar, it says that the Egil was made, it used the lotion of Achar Asiyas, after the making of the Mishkan. The Rebbe corrected it, and says that it's not Achar Asiyas, as we said before, it's not after the making the it was after the gifting of the of the Mishkan. That's when the eagle was made. After the Nidvesa Mishkan. After the gold was given away, but not after the Asiyasa Mishkan. And the Rebbe was kind of upset that all these years this was not noticed, which he said the word, instead of Asiyas, 
You should have said Nitvas Hamishkan because the Asiyas Hamishkan. And when the people try to again misunderstand this, that to say that the Asiyas Hamishkan also took place before, that's not possible because we know it took place as in the end of Parshish Bakudi, it took place in Shechedish Nisan the next year. I we see. That's where the Torah placed it. But then they have a Klotz Kashe. we placed it in that place and not where it belongs. To tell us that from Vayikra Moshe, from uh, the time that Moshe, Vayakil Moshe, till the time that the Mishkan, there's no interruption. But the problem is there is an interruption because they did make the eagle in between. Because we know that after Moshe Rabbeinu told them about it and they brought the gifts, they made an eagle. And then the Mishkan was created later. But that the Rebbe added later on to explain to them the point that that's not precisely the idea over here. That notwithstanding the fact that even they made an eagle, which is the main sin, and yet there is no interruption between the Ashras Ashkina, that from the time of Ayakil, and this was a Meshach Zman Bemison, the Rebbe doesn't touch out this, this, this detail, that it was from before Matan Torah, which was from before Sivan, all the way till Rosh Nisan. And it all comes in the Pasuk together. And to tell us that even a, uh, an act such as making an eagle cannot interrupt and not interfere between the time of Moshe Rabbeinu telling them and the Yidz Bekaimzan. And that's why we don't stick in a Kisisa in there. We don't tell in the story of the eagle there. We don't separate the parshes over there. The parshes come together. Because the ultimate kavone of bringing the Shekhinah down took place in that same following, even if it's a week afterwards, but there's no other parsha in between. And this is the way uh, we can understand that the Rebbe explains in the order why the Kisisa comes, between, according to the Zoyar, between Tetzave and Vayakil, and not between Vayakil and Bekudet. It seems that, according to Rashi, Bechlal is because it's out of order, so we don't have such a question. But it's according to the Zoyar, which Kisisa does follow Vayakil Pikude, but it should have, uh, does follow Trumatetzave, it should have also followed after Vayakil. And that's why the Rebbe explains that according to the Zoyar, there's a point, a hint over here, that from Moshe Rabbeinu's saying to them till the accomplishment, we don't talk about the eagle because the eagle cannot interfere because the Yidden merit from once Moshe Rabbeinu told them, they merit the Shekhinah to Kveid Hashem Mole Samishkan.